0: So during that time, it was really hard to not play the victim and to not, I was still working. I was still going to people's houses, watching people live their fabulous lives while I was completely struggling. So it was really hard for me to not be like, well, it's because they're lucky. Like they didn't have hard things happen to them, but then you realize everyone actually has hard things happen to them. It's just a matter of overcoming that and working through it and not getting put in that mindset of like, why me? So I find being able to break out of that and being able to be like, okay, you know what? This was an opportunity for growth. This was a chance to reinvent myself, to make decisions for myself. So I'm no longer basing my decisions on other people in my life. And that's what really helped me overcome that and get to the point where I'm like, all right, I still have the same vision. I still have the same goal. I'm going to make it work. And it's just a matter of taking a different way to get there.
1: that you can use to put yourself first and be it till you see it. It's a practice, not a perfect. Let's get started. Hello, be it, babe. Welcome back to the be it till you see it podcast. I'm so excited. I have a dear friend, Natasha Khalil here. She is incredible. Ladies, this one is for you, especially my mom is out there. If you're not a mom, I hope you still listen because I found it to be very refreshing. I actually found lots of it, things that we can apply to ourselves because It doesn't matter if you are a mom or not. For some reason, women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves, like a lot to do a lot of things perfectly to be all these things. And like it's really easy to lose yourself in the work or the people that depend on you, whether they're little ones or partners um, uh, and team members. So, so please listen to this because the advice she has is something that anyone can use. And um, she's such a joyous, generous human being. And I, um, for you women out there with little ones, I hope you check out the workouts that she has. It's amazing to me, all the different things that we can go out there and do like growing up. I never could be a podcaster cause it didn't exist. And so I can see like how it's, it's really funny when people ask like, what do you want to be when you grow up? It's like, <laughs> did you always want to be that when you grew up? It's like a lot of things that we were all doing didn't even exist 10 years ago. And so it's funny how we think that life has to be linear when like, it's not like, it's actually not in any way. And so you'll see with Natasha's story that it isn't linear, but it all adds up to like what she's created for herself to help women around her. And I share that and I point that out. And I really want you to listen to that because if you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling like, okay, but I did this thing over here and I did this thing over here and I did this thing over here and none of those things connect. I bet they do. I bet there's actually a common thread that you can bring in there because it's you, you're already the common thread, but also like there's a skill set that each one of those gives you, you can create something so unique that really is solving the problem that someone has. And honestly, if you can solve at people's problems, you can do anything, right? Like it's really like, that's what people want. They just want a problem to be solved. And we all have obstacles no matter who we are. So I'll stop talking. You're going to listen to Natasha. She's amazing. And, um, let us know how these tips and her story helps your life by tagging us on the be It pod. And here's Natasha. Okay, Be It listeners, I have a special treat for you. This April 30th, Mindy Westfall, she has got a workout and a workshop for us. Mindy, what do you have for us?
0: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yes, we're going to do some jump boards. So we're going to get really creative, have props, and have a lot of fun. So you've got to join us, get the workshop, you can do the workout, you can do both, whatever you need for yourself or for your classes. It's a great thing to check out.
1: Yeah, this is something that you can do for yourself. And then you can also learn more for those who are teachers for your classes or my personal Pilates lovers who have your own jump board. The workshop is still for you because it's taught so that it's for your own experience, for your own body. And that's really fun. And when you do the workshop, you get to hang out afterwards for the live Q&A and Ask Mindy Anything.
0: Oh, my gosh. So exciting. I love that part.
1: You get to ask all the questions that you have. Amazing. So if you buy early, everyone, you can actually save You can get bonuses and discounts. So make sure you check those out at onlineplottiesclasses.com. Hello, Be It Babes. I've got my friend, Natasha Khalil here. Y'all, I met this woman in a room <laughs> situation <laughs> yeah. and like we go around, everyone's talking about what they do, like in a, a sentence and like an interesting fact about them. And I just was obsessed with what you do and your passion on this planet because you really are here to help so many women. So um, I knew I wanted to be friends with you and we continue to get to hang out together. I get to see her next week in LA in real life, which is so fun. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, I, I just really, anytime I can be in person with people, I'm like, oh, and this is an introvert, but that's because I've been inside <laughs> so long. I'm like, the introvert is ready. <laughs> so you let me out. <laughs> let me out. Um, so Natasha, can you
0: tell everyone who you are and what you're doing these days? Yeah, of course. So I am the owner of Fit Mama Santa Barbara. I coach women both locally and online and I help them really embrace their strength and feel strong and confident in their own skin. My background is as an occupational therapist and I'm now working as a women's health coach specializing in prenatal and postpartum.
1: That is so cool. That is so cool. So, okay, you, so did you start off as an the occupational therapist and then get into like Fit Mama like or is it as the other way around, like you were helping women so, pre-postpartum and then you became an, like, how did it start? No.
0: Yeah. So it's really interesting. So I actually, my undergrad was in kinesiology. So I worked as a personal trainer all through school. You know, that's what I kind of was doing for a while. And then I went back to school to become an occupational therapist and started my career was really into that. And then I had my daughter and obviously that changes the whole narrative <laughs> because <laughs> all of a sudden I realized like, oh man, like I can't just jump right back into all the exercise I was doing. Like there is a lot of rehab stuff that needs to go on here. So that's why my business started. And I've been able to kind of blend that therapy side with the personal training and really help women heal their core from the inside out and work on all those healthy habits to really get you back into a routine after having a kid.
1: Yeah, and I love that it's like, you know, from necessity, you created it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that like a lot of people get stuck on like what to do. And it's like, actually, it's like the thing that you probably think everyone is doing, but you figured it out. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: well, And the thing was so crazy. Like after I had my kid, I started looking up places locally and I'm like, okay, there's got to be people here doing postpartum exercise. And at the time there really weren't that many people. So I was like, well, I guess I'm doing it. Here we go.
1: Okay. So have you always been a self-starter or is that like, just because you were like, I really used to be fit and felt confident in my body and now I don't. And so you're on a mission like, or,
0: um, a little bit of both. I've definitely always been a very independent, like forward driving person. So I think that personality type mixed with having something that I saw a need for, that's why that was kind of born. So,
1: so, you know, can we talk a little bit about? if you're listening, you're not pre postnatal right now, <laughs> take this as information and there'll be some more things here, but I'm curious cause I am not one of those. Um, but I have seen women change. I've had clients who are pre postnatal, mm-hmm. like, you know, and of course, like with my limited expertise, but able to work with them, but you know, what I've seen is like, there is like a lack of confidence or there's almost like, um, it's almost like they feel foreign in the body yes. that they're. So, uh, can you talk about like what, what happens to a woman postpartum that is kind of making this feeling happen? Cause you said like, you're like, I'm just going to go back to working out the way I was. And you're like, Oh, that doesn't, that's not working. So can you talk about like, (laughs) what's that process like? And why is it affecting women that way?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of the things actually do carry over to other clientele as well. So it's the same principles that apply if you're recovering from an injury or maybe something happened where you had to take time off from exercise and getting back into it is no longer just, okay, I just need to go back to the gym. We both know there's a lot of mindset work behind that, a lot of physical recovery and building back up that strength and endurance. And so that's a lot of the same things that apply with the postpartum clients as well. So I find the number one thing that is so hard for all my clients is that mindset shift of, you no longer are just responsible for yourself. So prior to having a kid, and I know this And it's something I never even really thought about that deeply. I was like, oh, I go to the gym after work. That's what I do. And all of a sudden, it's like, well, now I have to pick up my kid from preschool and make it home and make dinner and clean up and do all these things. So I no longer am just focused on me. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's been a big part of my teaching with my clients is finding out a way to make exercise and make healthy living work for you in your current situation. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause well, it also changes, right? Because, like, Absolutely. and it changes for anyone, whether I don't have a, a kid, but like, all of a sudden, my dog had his paw wrapped up, and so right. now I have to carry him to the backyard oh my gosh, to go to the bathroom yeah. because homeboy refused to walk on it. <laughs> oh <laughs> so carry God. this fifty pound dog out, then I have to carry the fifty pound dog in, and I have to help on the and like so your routine can change and for any reason. Oh, absolutely. And, and so what what I do find interesting though with parents is that like. It's almost like the pendulum swings the other way. So they go from mm-hmm. being so like, I'm about me and I'm taking care of me and maybe your partner and like your job to like, well, now I'm all about the baby because obviously yes. the baby can't do it yeah. for itself. So that's fine. <laughs> but like, there's almost like no I anymore. There's no self thing. And like, so how do you exactly. help them with that? Because this is like, I feel like people look at me like I'm a crazy person. I'm like, you actually have to put your
0: air mask on first. That's what they say. At the <laughs> Absolutely. <orphan. laughs> I, well, it's so true. And I think making people realize that it doesn't have to be perfect. And I know this is something that you talk about a lot. And I really try to drive home with my clients. Like, even if you only have 10 minutes to do something, that's great. That's still 10 minutes more than you were going to do at all. So, you know, if you are going into a workout routine and you're like, okay, oh, hey, I'm going to sign up for this exercise class and I'm going to go five days a week and it's an hour and a half out of my day every day. You're never going to be able to do that. Right. So what can you do instead? So what's like a realistic goal that you can stick with? It's all about consistency. We yeah. all know in order to reach our goals, we got to be consistent. So what can you do that's going to keep you consistent so that you're not flip-flopping back and forth between feeling guilty about not being able to do things and then like doing things for a short while and then completely falling off track. So I think with just parenthood in general, it's being a little bit kinder to yourself. And I found this even with work where I'm like, okay, some weeks my daughter requires a lot of my attention and I might not get everything done on my checklist and that's okay. It can always be carried over to the next week.
1: Right. Right. Well, that's just it. Like, unless you're listening to this and you are like some sort of surgeon and people need your surgery (laughs) skills today, um, the the majority of us, everything can, can have a little bit of a leeway. And I'm someone who sets uh, a a deadline sooner so that I do have of room yeah, to push yes. it back. <laughs> totally, I know. Uh, oh man! But you have to know yourself. So, um, so when when you work with women on on this, like, are you doing um nutritional help? To, like training help? Is it more mindset is it, or is it holistic? Like what do you find is like the best way to help women in this? In their Yeah, postpartum? No,
0: definitely. Um, I feel so if you know anything about occupational therapy, so occupational therapy really looks at the whole person. So it's looking at the person, the environment and the things that they have to do in their daily life. So I really use those principles in my training because if we're just working on the person and you're not addressing any of the other things, you're going to have some setbacks there.
1: Oh, this is fascinating because I don't think people know the difference between occupational therapy and like physical therapy, because when you go to physical therapy, like at least my experience is like they work. I went to physical therapy after I broke my leg and, Mm -hmm. and the guy's like, yeah, I don't think it's your leg. That is the problem. I think it's your back. So we have to go back to the doctor to talk about that. And I was like,
0: Oh no. Oh my
1: God. (laughs) <laughs> Great. And like, can you just fix my leg? That's why what, I'm here. What the heck? So your so occupational therapy is very holistic. You're looking at all of it
0: to make. Yeah. It, okay. That's so. Cool. A lot of times, I'll give an example because it is a super common question. People are like, "Wait a second. Like, what's the difference?" So if I go to someone's home, for example, and they have a broken leg, I'm going to look at the bathroom setup. I'm going to look at their environment. I'm going to look at the support that they have at home in addition to working with the person one-on-one with their exercises and all the other things. So it's more, you're looking at the person, but then you're looking at everything else around them, as opposed to the physical therapist will come in and be like, okay, I'm going to look at these muscles in this range of motion. And this is exactly what we need to work on. So fascinating. Everyone should be an occupational therapist is what I'm
1: taking away <laughs> from this, but, but like, it's true because that's, that's something as a habits coach, you know, we both talk more the people on habits, like, when people say I'm going to work out every day for an hour, I'm like, okay, that's do you have the ability? Like, that's yes. the first question. Do you have the ability yeah. to work out for an hour? Um, and, uh, and, uh, you know, so um, if most people don't, like, for me yeah. to have time to work out for an hour straight. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot. Like we have, um, as a family, we go and work out at a place and it is an hour and 15 minutes of our time. Cause we, we literally right. leave five minutes before and hope we don't get a train yes. <laughs> we get to cross yes, it. Exactly. and then we get there and it's an hour and we do it as a family and it's fun. It's fun. It's something we do as a family. I love but that. I couldn't do it. I wouldn't have that time for just myself because like, so I break mine up. That's why my workout's like 20 minutes a piece, you know, cause I can yes. do 20 minutes for myself. So um, I do think that most people don't focus on ability. And I, I love that you do that because you're like, okay, is the bathroom even able for you to move around in here with your crutches or whatever? And so totally, what if totally. we, I mean, wouldn't it be cool if we all do that in our life with everything we're like about to do? It's like, do I have the ability? Is my house set up? Is my schedule set up? Like what? Right. Yeah. Okay. Super cool. So, um, so when you, when did you start, I guess, well, I'm wondering like What made you draw, get drawn into an occupational therapy? And like, how did you start to see, like, I can do this and use it in everything that I do?
0: So this is actually, I did not come to this revelation until I actually started working with women and was doing the postpartum personal training. Like when I first started with that, I was really focused just on the physical. So I was focused on healing people's core. That was what I was doing. I was going to help them close their diastasis recti. I was going to help them with their pelvic floor. And that was it. But then as you know, as you start coaching people one-on-one, all these other things come up. And that's when I started to see all the similarities. I'm like, well, wait a second. Like, this is the stuff I used to do with my old people with occupational therapy. And now I'm implementing the same strategies just in a whole different light. So really working in like, you know, with my occupational therapy clients, we're talking about habits. We're talking about creating routine and like finding structure in your day so that you can get in your therapy exercises so that you can do the things that you need to do throughout the day. And all of a sudden I was talking about all the same things, but in relation to being a mother. Yeah. So that's how that kind of got blended and overlapped.
1: See, I love this because I feel like, um, a lot of people get stuck on like the, who am I? And I didn't have this. And like, you didn't, you know what I mean? Like it, (laughs) like I didn't whatever, start with
0: much of a plan to tell you the truth right
1: people think there has to be a plan and then it should yeah. be linear and like you know you and I both run our own companies and so we're very aware how yes. not linear it is <laughs> it's like like this. yeah 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 um but i think you know it's so good for people to hear from another woman who is a mom that like there wasn't a much of a plan and you kind of like started over here and then you got drawn over to this point and then you took a little oh, bit boy. of that and you know i think that can be really freeing and inspirational for people to hear, because it's like I just don't I don't know who starts out exactly doing what they want to do, and they're still I, I find that to be very rare oh,
0: and <laughs> it keeps and it keeps evolving too, because I find over I've been doing this now for eight years. So I started when my daughter was born. she's going to be almost eight this year. And it's really evolved over that time because my clients have evolved, and I've evolved. So now I'm more attracting clients that are in a similar stage of me stage as me with young kids at home, because that's where I am. So people look at you and they're like, okay, like it always says, if you want to be healthy, you do what healthy people do. Right. So someone looks at me online and they're like, oh, well, she looks healthy and she can exercise and she is an eight year old. So I can do that right. too. Right.
1: Right. <laughs> right. Cause if you so can see it, you
0: can be it. Right. So totally. Yeah. yeah. And like, I really evolved from that point of like, okay, we're doing baby wearing exercises with your newborns. To now, like a more holistic health coaching type practice, because I'm not—I don't have a newborn to do baby wearing exercises. Right?
1: <laughs> I know. Do you just borrow people's newborns for that? You're like, okay, yeah, let me. Exactly. let me borrow
0: your baby. <laughs> Here's my baby po- on loan. You go. I have a potato sack. You'll have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like totally. It just got to the point where I was like, okay, I'm so not into that anymore. Like, I need to, well, to shift. I also grow. think, like, <laughs> at some point,
1: maybe also you know, you're used to babies crying all the time. And then you kind of get to the point where you don't have babies crying all the time. And then you're like, right. Oh, they're crying all the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, the nice thing is, is I still see a couple in-person people who like to bring their babies in. And mm-hmm. so I get my total baby fix. You know, I'm like, okay, this is great. I can take the pictures and send them <laughs> home.
1: <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. I love the idea of like a moment, like we'll just borrow that. Yes, um, borrow that. <laughs> uh-huh. so, okay. Um, how, what are some things that you've done in um in your life when you like do you do things like are you a manifester or a journaler? Did you like how do you make how do you take your busy life with a child and like make things happen that are maybe outside of your expertise or your
0: knowledge in the moment, right? Oh gosh. Yeah. Good question. Because I am not particularly a journaler. I've never been into that, but very much into manifesting. And I remember when I first moved to Santa Barbara. I know you've been to Santa Barbara, so beautiful. beautiful homes. There's, I've been to so many beautiful homes there. I'm just like, oh my gosh, like how? Yeah. So I remember when I first started working in town and I was going to people's houses, I would look around and be like, oh my gosh, like, who are these people and how do they live here? Right. <laughs> I know from I LA, just mission. even from LA, yeah. I would go to people's houses.
1: And I'm like, how did they buy this house? But how?
0: <laughs> yeah. It was just crazy. Right. And that became very much my mission of like, all right, I'm going to make it. I'm going to figure out how to make this work. And it was really messy. And there was lots of ups and downs. And I've had a lot of setbacks in my life. But now I've been here 10 years. And I'm finally at a point where I'm like, I'm comfortable in Santa Barbara. And this is where I live. And this is the life that I'm living. And if you would ask me 10 years ago, I'd be like, oh yeah,
2: no way.
1: (laughs) that's so cool that is so so like instead of like going oh this could never happen to me and like maybe you thought like no way but like you you saw these places and opportunities as like permission like that it's absolutely that's really cool how i mean that's hard right that's like and it's like it's (laughs) so hard so like on the days like were there days that you didn't give yourself that permission like how did you catch yourself like do you know what i mean like is there a, well, like a you
0: fall you very much fall into. So I went through a period where I got divorced, and that was obviously tough, both mentally, financially, everything. And so during that time, it was really hard to not play the victim and to not I was still working. I was still going to people's houses, watching people live their fabulous lives while I was completely struggling. So it was really hard for me to not be like, well, it's because they're lucky. Like they didn't have hard things happen to them. But then you realize everyone actually has hard things happen to them. It's just a matter of overcoming that and working through it and not getting put in that mindset of like, why me? So I find being able to break out of that and being able to be like, okay, you know what? This was an opportunity for growth. This was a chance to reinvent myself, to make decisions for myself. So I'm no longer basing my decisions on other people in my life. And that's what really helped me overcome that and get to the point where I'm like, all right, I still have the same vision. I still have the same goal. I'm going to make it work. And it's just a matter of taking a different way to get there. So,
1: yeah, I think that's, thank you for sharing that because I do think that it is, that is that the, well, there's a tension that we get. If there's a, why me, there's a tension that we can get as, as a, and not to say that anytime you're like, oh my God, this happened to me that you're playing a victim role. Like bad things no, happen, of course but, not. Yeah. but it is the consistency. Like how long are you playing the record of right. that issue that happened to you versus like, if it, you know, like, are you healing through it or are you staying in it because you get, there's a di- a different sort of attention you get. So I love that you could catch yourself and then, and then yes. take a moment and realize like, actually, like, we're all, we're all dealing with obstacles every single day. And it's really, it really is a muscle that mindset of like, Getting over it or seeing it as an opportunity or going, how do I like handle this right now? you know so
0: oh, absolutely. And I feel too, when you're looking at just your growth as as a person, that you can never really move on to the next step until you heal from those things that happen. So I spent a lot of time, a lot of time, kind yeah, of introspection Yeah, introspection. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Um, so I spent a lot of time focusing on that and focusing on what I needed to do to heal myself so that I could become the person that I knew I could be.
1: Yeah. Well, and that just made me think of like, you just said, um, you can't move on to the next step until you heal where you're
0: at. Right. And like, absolutely.
1: That's just like such in line with like the work that you do with the women Mm -hmm. that you're with. Like even if they're not coming to you now, cause now you're working with people with young kids. If those women right. didn't heal yes. from the pregnancy, it's not like they get to like start you off. You don't like, skip they, ahead. Yeah. yeah. There's no, there's no <laughs> skipping.
0: <laughs> totally. You can't just like, you know, that TikTok where it's like, can we skip to the good part? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work.
1: It <laughs> doesn't work. No, no. Especially with our bodies. Like they do require, they require Absolutely. each step. So they require that foundation. So, um, I think that is, uh, an interesting thing that you can take into your life. So when you're working with women and they have tried to skip a step or they've mm-hmm. been told that they could skip a step because a lot of people, you know, um, think, oh, I'll just work out doing what I did before. Like, I don't need to go and do the pre postnatal thing. Everything was fine. Like maybe they had some right. amazing genetic trait, no diastasis problems. <laughs> you yes. Know? Yeah. Yes. There's exactly. the women who are like born with like a net, everything was good. Uh, even they can't skip a step. Even there is a, rec- there's a healing that has to happen. Right. So what is it? What do you yeah. do with them?
0: No, that's a great question. I find. So once again, there is maybe I've worked with hundreds of women and I say maybe 1% of people are like, yeah, six weeks postpartum. I feel great. There's nothing wrong with me. I can get right back to my exercises because the bottom line is when you work with a professional, who's really looking at your movement patterns and looking at the imbalances between muscles and different uh, weaknesses, you can always find something. There's yeah. always something to improve on. Like one of my clients said the other day, she's like, will I ever be like perfect? Will I ever get no. to the point where everything is balanced? I'm like, no, because no. even me every day, I'm like, oh yeah, this glute's a little weaker. I should work on that.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I broke my right leg. My left, yes. my left glute yeah. is the, is my weak one. Broke mm-hmm. my right leg. So I thought, oh,
0: guess what? I get you to do that. Build like, up their left glute.
1: And like to sit on the toilet, it's like a left pistol, like pistol squat, getting up. Like I was like, this left glute is going to be so strong. It's still so freaking weak. And it was the working leg for eight (laughs) weeks. Right. Like what the heck? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm Um, a professional and I know how to do it. And my right leg is still dominant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, I feel that. So that's what I work on with people is really looking at what do we need to focus on and what do we need to not focus on so much? Mm. So I find a lot of the postpartum programs are very much into like don't do this. Don't do that. You're not allowed to do this. And there's all these rules around what you can't do. And sometimes it's not that you can't do things. You just need to do them properly. So, right. So that's what it's really teaching people how to get to know their body, how to see when their breathing is not working for them, when their muscles are not coordinated, when they do have those like left side or right side dominant type patterns, And then working on the core exercises and building up endurance and all those other things that we work into people's programs to make it so that in six months or however long it takes, they can go back to the exercise class that they're doing, or they can go back to CrossFit or whatever they love to do and be like, I feel strong enough to do this and I'm not going to hurt myself.
1: Yes, that is what, well, because that creates confidence, right?
0: Um, Absolutely. And,
1: you know, I think um, if we have confidence in one area, it's easier for us to have confidence in another area. And so giving p- women that confidence that they can go back to CrossFit or go to do these other things and, yes. and and work. But, yeah, it's true. I mean, there is no such thing as perfect. It's such a contextual thing. And like <laughs> even like you might have a day where like everything is aligned and everything is working out. And then I find that then I just trip on a sidewalk and like, you know, you, you <laughs> totally, like step totally. wrong. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, everything's off again. <laughs> Yep. Yep. (laughs) So Natasha, what are you, um, like, what is something that you're working on right now? That's maybe outside of your comfort zone or that like, you're trying to like tell yourself, like you can do this, even though maybe you do not have evidence for it yet. Is there anything that you're doing right now? Oh my gosh.
0: So I have been, I have to admit, I've been in a major like self growth type, uh, time of my life at the moment. Cause more, I'm trying to find ways. I'm like, okay, who am I outside of being a mom and being a business owner? Like what else can I do? Right. I can't just work out all the time and I can't just be a mom all the time. So I've been cycling through different hobbies to try to figure out what it's going to stick. That's fun. Um, yeah. So I was doing tennis lessons for a while and I have to say, I don't know if I'll ever be good at tennis,
1: (laughs) anything with hand eye coordination. I just, I I aspire, I look at it. I'm like, look at that. That looks, I mean, like, look at their legs, tennis legs love. Um, and like, I
0: look (laughs) like I should be able to play tennis. Like I really like people look at me and they're like, Oh, she looks athletic. She should play. It's bad. It's like real bad. So I might skip out on the tennis for a little bit. I might have to go down to pickleball. I feel like that's more my speed.
1: Uh, people are (laughs) obsessed with pickleball around here and like, it's like pickleball season because it's not too hot. And like the pickleball thing is like on top of a casino out here. And they're like, you have to come. And I'm like, I don't even know if I have the hand, eye coordination for that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty much like it's, it's easier. It definitely is more fun. It's more fun. So I do that, And then recently I started taking pottery lessons. So doing pottery on a wheel. And once again, something completely outside my comfort zone. Like we had to introduce ourselves to the first class and they're like, so what do you do? Whatever. I'm like, um, I'm a personal trainer and I've never touched clay before. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, okay, great. Um, so that's been really fun. It's actually been like very meditative for me. So I spend three hours there and it's just like a time to not think about work and not think about anything else. So it's been great.
1: That sounds really cool. That actually, yeah. that sounds like up my speed, although. I think I could do it. I think I could do that. Um when we go to Cambodia, we have retreaters who will we like go, there's a potty pottery class you can make pottery. And yeah, yeah. Like, have you gone yet? And I'm like, no, I have not done that one yet. <laughs> but I hear I, people I love it. Yes, I hear people yes. love it. So um that's but I love that you're like you're like trying on hobbies. I we had um yes. it's actually funny. We had on a guest his name was Thor and he was a stay-at-home dad and then his daughter went off to college and like he's like um, so, cause when you introduce yourself, people always want to know what you do. And now I don't actually, I don't know. Do yeah. <laughs> I don't have a job <laughs> anymore. And, uh, so he's like, I, he's like tried on different identities. So I would like, I love that this is becoming like a yeah. theme of people like giving themselves permission to just like, just try something you're not good at try yeah. something your comfort zone. And I, but it's true, especially like you started your business around the same time that you had your child. And it's like,
0: Mm-hmm. that
1: requires a lot of time, but it sounds like maybe she's in school more, maybe you have more free oh, time and totally. you're going, Oh, what do I do now?
0: <laughs> yes. Well, and it's such like, this is what I said to my husband. I was like, it's really weird. Cause it's almost like we have like early empty nester syndrome because we only have our kids half the time. So we actually have a lot of time where it's just us at home. And my default is to work more. So if I have free time, I'm going to do more work. And that's not great. And obviously Um, we know (laughs) that it's not good for your overall sanity and mental health. It doesn't make your business go better. No, it's actually worse because then you're just spreading yourself too thin. So that's kind of where that came from, where I'm like, okay, if we don't have our kids half the time, like we can't just sit around and stare at each other. So like, what are we going to do instead?
1: Right. (laughs) That is cool. That is so, I love that. So you are early. Well, cause, cause you mentioned you have a partner now and like, so you guys have kids at the same time and then your kids leave at the same time.
0: Yeah. So we every every second weekend. Brilliant. (laughs) Um, I would like to take credit for that. I totally organized it because otherwise we would have like two kids or one kid, or it was just kind of crazy. Yeah. I'm like, we need some order here. Like this is not working. I
1: I have a friend that she has, um, she had two and he had two and then they had one together. And so sometimes
0: they had five kids and sometimes they had one kid,
1: but they never had no (laughs) (laughs) kids.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, and like in non COVID times we would actually take a lot of time to travel. So that was nice because it was really working that when we didn't have the kids, that's when we can travel. But now obviously we're not traveling as much. So that's where all these hobbies. And I know I'm totally that person that like picked up hobbies during COVID. i was making bread. I was doing all the things, but it's fine.
1: (laughs) But also like, again, those are it's play and like ideas just really come from it. And I, what I'm like, ladies, if you're listening, like, it cannot always be around about the partner or the kids or the job. No. It has to, there has to be something that you're doing to go. Does this even bring me joy? Just bring, exactly. Does this yes. make me joy? And like, it sounds like with the pottery, you're getting lost in time. So like, that might be exactly what you need, you know, for now. Yes. Yeah,
0: exactly for now. And that's what like, you know, I'm like, I'll do this for six weeks. If I like it, great. I'll sign up for another six weeks. If not, I can say, I learned how to do pottery. I'm like, great. <laughs> yeah. I just, I hope everyone listens. Like
1: the, like, there's not one way to do anything. And like, it's okay. And like the curiosity that you're having is like really fun and also better to do it now than when you are really empty nesters. And then you're like, Whoa, (laughs) no clue who I've been for the last 18 years. Not a clue. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: you need to have your own identity for sure.
1: (laughs) Uh, Agreed. 100% agree. Okay. We're going to take a quick break and then we're going to find out how we can, um, how women can like work out with you.
2: Hey, yo, Brad here. Uh, wanted to tell you about the Profitable Pilates retreats that we have uh, in real life here in Las Vegas coming up uh, at the end of September into October. And we wanted to encourage you to jump on the wait list right now. You can do that at ProfitablePilates.com slash retreats. Retreats is plural. And uh, let me tell you about it. Uh, we are so excited because in uh, just a few days, we're going to have... A group here uh, in March with us. We got 25 people coming. We have an incredible week planned for them. Uh, and we're going to be doing this again, uh, like I said, in September. So we have uh, morning movement. Uh, everyone is uh, going to be staying uh, close to us and coming to our actual house to uh, where Leslie and I live here in Vegas. Uh, you're going to get to meet our dogs. You're going to get to see my cactus garden, which you know, I'm so excited about. Uh, And what we're going to be covering uh, are we've got workshops lined up, digging into your uh, fitness business. Uh, We've got chances for you to actually pull out your pen and paper and do the work right there. Uh, We're going to be bringing in guest speakers. We're going to have lunch. We're going to have a mixer. Uh, We're going to have some fun time where we go into the arts district um, as a group and we hang out. We're going to have a family dinner. So Wednesday night starts uh, all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday part of the day on Sunday. We also have a photo shoot happening. Uh, So we're going to help prep your website so that you've got a couple of great uh, photos to take home uh, shot by a professional photographer, our favorite photographer, uh, Monica Linda, who you hear about us talk about all the time. Uh, So anyway, get yourself on the wait list for the next one that's coming around. We are going to be opening up the doors for that sometime next week. And we wanted to encourage you uh, to participate Uh, And we hope to meet you in person here in Las Vegas towards the end of the year.
1: Okay, Natasha. So this has been really fun. I just really love your honesty and like all the different things you've given people permission on. If anyone is like, okay, she sounds cool. She sounds up my alley. I didn't actually, I skipped
0: a step. How do I go back? How do people find you, follow you, get to know you? Ah, great question. So I'm very active on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at at fitmamasb, like Santa Barbara. And you can also check out the website, same thing, fitmamasb.com. That's where you'll find my online programs. Uh, definitely watching my stories. You'll get to know me a little behind the scenes of who I am and what our life looks like over here. Uh, my husband is also quite fit and healthy. So we're all about living the fit life and <laughs> <laughs> promoting that. Um, if you do want to try out my mini course, I have a free mini course called living the fit life. Uh, it's on the website. It's fitmamasb forward slash promo, and you can download that.
1: Perfect. Well, all those things and the show notes below, you can easily click the links, everyone. Um, I think that's, you know, it's, um, I think it'd be, I think it's really important that people can see behind the scenes and they can see your family and they can see that you're (laughs) living the life that you're telling, like you practice what you preach. And like that I find is if anyone's listening, like I find when I feel out of alignment, it's because either like I stopped doing something for me that I'm telling people to do for them, you know, Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, I, I do love Instagram and stories for that because it does kind of keep me on like, oh, if I'm going to tell people to take care of themselves first, I should show them yes. that I'm doing the same
0: thing. <laughs> I'm doing it. And it's- also and also showing them that it's not perfect all the time, right? Like there are some days where, don't get me wrong, I am also lying in bed and eating cookies. Like that's just what happens. but. I know. You know, 80% of the time, we're living the fit life. Right. We're doing it. Well, isn't so. that the
1: rule, like 80-20 or something like that? Like, yes, it's like, it's yes, exactly. No, I, I hear you. I wanted to take a picture today. A housekeeper hadn't come yet. And also, like, I had, like, a reformer in the kitchen and the window chair <laughs> oh in the God. living room. And I was like, so this is this is a hot mess. And this is actually yeah. how life is pretty much when Rosie isn't here. <laughs>
0: Like totally.
1: bless Brad for letting like Pilates equipment come and just like live around the
0: house. You live around the Pilates equipment. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Even even though we got a bigger place somehow it's still it's still in it its way. Over. In. So before I let you go, Natasha, um, you've already mentioned some amazing things, but we love to like give people some, um, be it action items. So bold, executable, intrinsic or targeted steps that they can do to be it till they see it. What do you have for us?
0: All right. So one thing that I tell all my clients when they tell me they do not have time to do their core exercises, I'm all about timers because we can easily set a timer for 10 minutes, do 10 minutes of core exercises and move on with our day without even noticing So think of how much time you'll spend sitting scrolling Instagram or on TikTok or whatever you're doing. You can set a timer for 10 minutes, get it done, get it over with and check that box. So I'm also like a huge to-do list person. I actually like retroactively write my to-do list. So,
1: like, oh, so you write it afterwards and then check it all off? Yeah, because then I feel better about it. That's so, like, so getting fun. those small wins—you're awesome. like, look at all the things I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's so That's fun. Right. We're gonna combine that with like Hillary Hartling's to list. She makes everything yes. a ta da So ha. you're just like, it's it's a total to list. You're not even writing the to-do. I love it.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, like it's hilarious to me because I'll catch myself doing it. I'm like, oh well, I'll start with the to-do list of things I need to do, and then I start writing all the things I already did, just so I can like cross awesome. them. Like genius. it feels
1: so good. The genius, yeah. <laughs> because we so focus on the things we didn't do, but if you never even wrote the things you did do.
0: Yeah. You're fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I, we love a timer. We have a time cube, um, at our house oh, perfect. and, yes. um, Brad has his own. I have my own. And like, we've been known to be on airplanes with our time cubes out. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, cause it's like, okay, I've got like, i got a six hour flight. I got to work on these three things. And so I set the timer and that like it so
0: goes smart. off in the air. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. and we're like, who are these weirdos? <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> but they have studies, y'all, that show that time cubes are like actually it's like, huge. It's huge. Yeah. It's it's huge. It's huge. So I love that you set a timer. I love that you are like, just do 10 minutes. Like it's gonna be something. I'm a big fan because we have a 15-minute workout that we want people to do. Cause it's like if Yes, it, I saw that. I love it. Okay, but like oh, thank you. I'm I'm so excited about it. But like imagine like how good you're going to feel if you just did 15 minutes,
0: like, well, and the thing is most people, if they do 15 minutes, they're probably going to do more. Yeah. Right. So if you can do 15 minutes, you can stop there and feel super accomplished. Or you can be like, oh, well now I'm kind of in the mood. I'm already in my workout clothes. I'm going to go for a walk.
1: Yeah, exactly. I
0: like, I love it. I think it's the perfect amount of time to get started and just do something.
1: Well, and you're, um, I did it because like when we moved here, I was, there's There's so much to unpack. There's so much work to do. Like working from home doesn't mean it's easy to work out at home. So um, total human being over here. And I was like, you have to go into your room, my Pilates room. For fifteen minutes every day, yes. like you just have to because this is a very expensive room. that's taking up a lot of space, so if you're not yes. going to use it, so that's <laughs> kind of like where the impetus was. But I, I, I love that step. It's so fun. Um, I can't wait to hear what Brad's take on it is because he's when he hears this time cube, he's going to be obsessed. He's going to probably bring his time cube to the. Re- I love it. <laughs> yeah, bring
0: it next week, please.
1: <laughs> yeah, he'll bring it to. I'll have him bring it to LA when we see each other. Natasha, yeah, exactly. thank you for being here. Thank you for being so generous with your time and your information. I think, um, you know, you just gave so many women so much permission to be imperfect and to really like not be afraid to actually like heal before you take a next step. And so if you have questions about that, please check out. Natasha in the show notes below. She's at Natasha SB on Instagram. I'm sure you can DM her there if you need any questions answered. And how are you going to use these tips in your life? Please screenshot it, tag Natasha, tag the be It pod and let us know how this affected you. We want to hear it. And until next time, be it till you see it. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code STAPLE20. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for 4 dollars each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.